0: Hey guys, I'm your host, Maze and welcome to another episode of Phoenix Watch, that show dedicated entirely to you, the community growing around Ashes of Creation. Uh, another little different episode as I'm going to introduce to you a small side project I've been working on with longtime community member Wandering Mist. We've been gathering up some of the news and updates presented to us from Intrepid from the month, and then just giving the community opinions on, on them. If you like it, definitely make sure to hit subscribe on his YouTube channel. I've been having a lot of fun hanging out with him. He's a great guy. I think you guys all enjoy his uh, content. And we'll make sure to have links in the description. And I promise for the next episode, I'll have another actual interview. Before this, enjoy the episode, enjoy the show, and I'll see you next time.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ash's Community Roundup, the show where we take a look at all the happenings from Ash's creation development in the past month and see what the community has to say about it. Joining me again is Maisel. Hello, Maisel. Hello. And we have lots to do today. As usual, it's been a crazy month. So Maisel, can you tell us what have you got on the agenda for today?
0: Yeah, I've got the two awesome and incredibly in-depth dev discussions that were posted on the forums, the guild gatherings and your ideal class.
1: And on top of that, at the beginning of the month, we did have the tank skills preview, which was very exciting. Lots of comments on that. And of course, the end of the month, we had the dev live stream. So we'll be talking about as well. Just before we get started. Yes, there is a lot to cover I'm sorry if we miss a few things and can't go into too much detail on everything. This is more like a little rundown type of thing. We try and keep it as short as possible. But yes, with that said, let's dive right in. Let's kick it off with the dev live stream then that happened very recently at the end of the month. Lots, lots and lots of good stuff. So a couple of announcements that happened at the beginning. First of all, that uh, Intrepid are hoping to get back into their studio finally July 1st. That is the sort of goal they're aiming for. So we'll see if they can hit that. Obviously, uh, depending on what happens with COVID. Also, we had the new website which uh, was showcased and actually launched on the day of the live stream so that was very exciting we got a look at that first impressions have already come through and that has been yeah uh, obviously first passes one thing they did say is that they're sort of doing the website in phases so what you see of it right now is not going to be the finished product there's actually a uh, forum post which i'll link in the video description uh, And there's a message from Margaret on there addressing some of the feedback. So very worthwhile checking that out if you have any concerns about the website. And then a bit of sad news after that. uh, Stephen said that he isn't going to be reopening Alpha 1 sales just yet. There will be an update later on down the line on that to see if they can reopen. But for now, it's a no. Unfortunately, a lot of people were hoping for those uh, Alpha One sales coming back, but I love this uh, quote from somebody on the in the Twitch chat, which Stephen also pointed out. Patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. And yeah, that pretty much sums up the games development in a nutshell. After that, we of course had the Alpha One gameplay footage. So the the main highlights of that happened right at the beginning, where they showed off a couple of things. The first was the new underwater effects, like visual effects. In the Aquatic Mount showcase, they uh, showed an underwater blow effect, which a lot of people didn't like for various reasons. That has now been toned back and a lot of people really, really liked it. The other thing that they showed was the new mage fireball animation. So gone is the Cirque du Soleil twirly-whirly effect. And it's a much more grounded, just throwing the fireball out with your hand, which a lot of people like. There's been lots of excitement over that. Not only because of the animation itself, but purely because that Intrepid have shown now that they are listening to feedback and making changes. That is the, the sort of the biggest thing. Nicholas Davies, who says, I love how they listen to the community and changed the fireball animation so fast. Thanks, guys. So yeah, that was very cool. After that, they showcased some dueling, some uh, PvP. So if you are interested in PvP in Ashes, they had plenty of footage of that. So you can go and check that out. Lots of hype in the chat from that. Uh, afterwards, again, there's a ton of stuff. I'm again, I'm sort of speeding through a little bit. But uh, after that, they showed, I think, the first in-game achievable mount, as opposed to the cosmetic uh, cash shop mounts. So this was the Curum. They showed off two Curum designs, two colors. Uh, we're not quite sure which one is going to be. One of them is going to be a basic mob in the game. The other one is going to be a uh, obtainable mount in the game, um, in game achievable. So that that's really cool to see. And actually, I really like the design of it. I don't know, Major, did you see the?
0: QM mount at all? I did, and I agree. The the designs I mean I, I i can't think of any mounts that I haven't liked so far, and that includes the Anteater. <laughs>
1: the Anteater, oh my goodness, <laughs> yes. The Anteater indeed. And then uh the QA, there was nothing huge when it comes to community feedback on that. Uh it was just your normal stuff. Again, fully recommend checking out there's uh the link to the VOD of the live stream, which is on YouTube you can view that at your leisure oh that that was a lot (laughs) again lots and lots covered but it was very cool definitely the highlight there is the showing of the feedback uh showing that intrepid are listening to player feedback and making changes as they go which is really really cool
0: yeah it was just nice to have a dev update that didn't end in a bunch of people complaining (laughs) About the special <laughs> effects, they they finally went in and changed some of the SFX. Maybe next time for for this next upcoming dev update, we can see some of the particles tuned down just for the video recording. So we can maybe go a month without you know having that slammed. That'd be nice. Oh,
1: I I <laughs> you say that and you you haven't seen the feedback from the tank video. So shall I go on to that next while we're yeah. talking about visual effects? Um, yeah. <laughs> So, the tank preview came out. Ever one to ten skills for the tank. Um, a lot of people talking about the animations. A lot of people were confused as to why the tank was throwing fire around so much. There were a lot of fire and smoke effects with the tank skills, mm-hmm. uh, which confused a lot of people. Uh, again, a couple of quotes here from uh, Big Kenny. Says, uh, some of these look pretty solid, but I don't get the fire sparkles and smoke effects, it just looks bad. I really dislike the sword being stuck in the enemy's head for lacerate. It looks bad, and a sword through the brain leads to death ninety nine per cent of the time. And uh, Ruben Costas says. This looks amazing. However, I see so much fire. I would like to see the skill Shockwave, for example, look more earthy when done in the standard form. If you go Mage Secondary, then you might add fire to the ability to give it an AoE uh, damage ticker. And there were other comments of a similar vein. That was probably the most common thing that people were commenting on. It should be noted, though, that Stephen has responded to this. He said on the Discord, "Uh, the visual effects are very placeholder. It's easy in development to share visual effect types early on, i.e. fire elements and to purpose those across many skills until we stand up the additional elements and assign new effects to skills as we iterate and broaden out the visual effects library. Basically, at the moment, they've only got five visual effects, so they're using that for everything. And then later on down the line, when they have a more diverse range of visual effects, they will swap and change and uh, mess things about and make it look more suitable for the skill. Did you see anything else regarding the tank skills that you want to bring up,
0: Maze? The big scene, and I know, I know, so fire special effects is probably the first thing that they hammered out they don't really do a lot with the ice lightning and other things that we've seen so far um but some people did mention it's like it's been a lot of fire and it it has that's that's a i think that's fair there's been a lot of classes and all of them do fire now that that wasn't like any specific comment it was just something like like a couple of other people had mentioned when the video went live
1: yeah for sure and with fire comes smoke and as uh Pingfan Owl on the YouTube comments said, I like the visuals, but with that many effects, you have to have some kind of status indicator like knockdown and the time it takes to stand up if you can't actually see your character because enemies are covering you in effects. So it's not just about the, the animations as you do the skill, but all the big smoke clouds that happen afterwards that I think need to be tailed down just a touch
0: yeah exactly and oh that's that's why i said for the next upcoming one for this month maybe they'll do it for recording i don't have high hopes for that but you know it'll, it'll be nice to it'll be interesting to see what happens since people now know that intrepid are serious about uh changing for the uh for what the player base really wants for sure yeah yeah
1: cool 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 all right let's move on swiftly then dev discussions Tell me something.
0: Yeah, so the first dev discussion was for guild recruitment and retention. It didn't generate as much co- uh, conversation, only about four pages of conversation, but it did get some good ideas. Uh, a lot of them were rather rather like what you would assume to be standard in any MMO. So, for example, Cypher, one of the first commenters, uh, seems rather silly, silly, but actual guild invites can't tell you how annoying it is when a game makes the person apply to the guild instead of you sending an invitation coming from world of warcraft I and mean, guild fights are baked in i'm not sure of too many mmos that don't do it but i i'm assuming somebody's come across it then and he gave a good list of just small things the guild invites a, a function to copy and paste to and from in-game text chat I think people just want to be able to copy and paste. It's it's past 2020, let us use copy-paste in-game, let us link stuff and things like that. But one thing was customizable permissions and ranks. So like for World of Warcraft, the only way to give somebody permission is to give them a rank. And if you want to give just one person something kind of like, you're trustworthy, but you're not quite an officer because we have too many chiefs. But I, I want you to be able to recruit people, you still have to make them an officer. And a couple of people have pointed out they would like to have more granular control so, it's not just rank permissions, but also individual permissions. Another fantastic suggestion was suggested by McCape. It, it was a longer comment. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but some kind of point system inside the guild that rewards members for contributing to the guild was the main highlight. For anybody who would know from older uh, MMOs, and of course, when Classic came back out with the return of the DKP, Dragon Kill Points. Where a guild tracks? Were you at the raid? Were you maybe contributing via, you know, depositing mats into the guild bank, things like that? Were you helping people gear up? uh, Were you contributing the guild in a meaningful way? You gain points. You can cash in those points to get gear. And with Ashes being a master looter system, it should be, right? Correct me?
1: Yeah. Well, they've said they will have uh, need and greed systems and a master looter
0: system in place. uh, for many guilds, for anybody coming from World of Warcraft, that we've been bemoaning the loss of Master Looters. So, yeah, I think people just would like to be able to see that control in-game. And You mean to say that the personal loot is a bad thing? <gasps> I'm shocked. It has <laughs> yes, its pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, people would like to, just to see a way to, to track that in-game. And I, I, I could see that. Uh, a lot of the others uh, were definitely like wanting intrepid to host guild pages or guild forums in the style of perhaps the intrepid forums or or the aoc forums i I mean it's an idea i'm definitely people are welcome to it i don't think it's one that's as reasonable that's a lot of storage space and i don't know too many people who go to guild forums but i would love to be proven wrong if you guys go to your guild forums a lot let us know in the comments below because i thought they were dead like 10 years ago (laughs) Mm,
1: I mean with Discord, you can have all the information from a forum on Discord nowadays. So, yeah. There's and not it's on my much. Phone. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Moving away from recruitment and retention unless you had anything else you wanted to add? No, I don't think so. We'll dive into ideal class and I'm assuming Either Steven told Toast to do this or she was really bored and needed some light reading. As of right now, like a couple weeks after this went up, we're at 14 pages of discussion. A lot There's a lot of ideas for the perfect class. And some of them are actually like pretty entertaining to read. You should definitely go check it out. But I, I know they put up their own favorite comment, which was from Crow the Vec, uh, a mage tank, a.k.a. Spellstone. Uh, imagine you think you're charging a normal stereotypical mage, old man with a long gray beard and a robe. Then when you get in range, he takes off his robe, which reveals his six-pack, and you just get yeeted off his way. This, and only this, is my dream. And I'm 100% okay with Master Roshi Fushro Dami <laughs> up the mountain. So, I'm done with that. I was wondering who you were going to reference, because there were so
1: many. Like, mm-hmm. You go to anime, pretty much every kind of... Like, every, every kind of battle anime has that really old guy who is super, super strong, and just doesn't look at the beginning. Yep, Yoda
0: also fits it perfectly.
1: Yep. I mean, the one I was thinking of is the really old guy from Hunter x Hunter.
0: Going through the comments, uh, like I said, 14 pages of these, you guys should really go read some of them, though. Uh, But by far, one of the most talked about classes was the Necromancer, and as a side, just summoners in general. A lot of people have a lot of ideas so especially with the Necromancer, they, would, they just want to be able to summon a bunch of low-level, easy-to-kill minions to go out and do their bidding. And I, I feel like what a lot of people keep describing is very reminiscent of what you build when you go for like a, a pure Necromancer build in something like Path of Exile or even Diablo. Where you just have a lot of minions running around, so you're kind of free to loot and do whatever you want to do. Other ones, of course, are things like uh, summoners in, in regards to like ranger summoner. People are like, what are the beastmaster? How's this going to play? And like they go through a list of how they feel it would best be to play. So I, what I do like though is a couple that I you know stood out to me where I love to play healer, but I hope the healer is here more as a simple healer that uh, that can level well and need that doesn't need a party every time it wants to just go out and level. And uh, that was commented by Lalesh One. I hope I don't butcher that. But uh, I I think that was a fantastic point. Like just small little snippets like that might help Intrepid it out a lot. Like, yeah, let let healers be able to deal some damage. I, I don't know what the balance is going to be between a full support and a DPS. If they want support classes to be able to do some form of DPS, because with it being a PVX world, it's going to be very, very dangerous. And if you're, a, if you're built to be a healer, you might end up being at a severe disadvantage anytime you're out in the open world on your own, which I don't think would be very fun. What do you, what do you think, Mist?
1: On, the, on that note, Intrepid have said that, with, specifically with the Cleric, the idea is that they're going to make the Cleric more sort of damage focused early on to get through the first few levels if you need to solo in the first few levels you will be able to do that and then in the later levels it will uh specialize more into uh healing so that that's kind of the balancing that they're going for that so it won't be like in classic wow where you you're a holy priest and you're just dead in the water from level one Mm -hmm. you will be able to level solo if needed
0: so it sounds like kind of closer to retail wow where if you were a if you were in a restoration spec you actually did more damage in the first few levels than even the dps just to help kind of balance you out because you only cast a handful of damage spells anyways so yeah I, I think that i think that could help out could definitely make some low level pvp a little shocking so it'll be interesting to see how it balances for other types like kind of pseudo staying on the healer okami sepi had a fantastic idea i hadn't actually thought of it but is a combination of healing and assassin. The, he thinks it would be really fun to have an assassin class that focuses on overtime heals and debuff on strikes, which would weaken enemies and make you stronger. A good base example would be Corvus from Paladins for a mobile assassin-like support. Then I, I think that'd be a really cool idea. It, like, especially for like the the cleric rogue archetype. But yeah, there's there's so many good ideas in here. There were so many to try to pull from. Definitely go check it out on the forums, and then of course leave your own comment for what you think would make for the perfect class. I know for me, I just want to be able to sneak around and not have people know I'm around. I'm I'm a people watcher. So I think there's Rogue Rogue (laughs) and give me like a a, a decent camouflage stealth mechanic. I'll be a happy camper. (laughs) Oh,
1: goodness. Goodness gracious. Well, with that, Uh, That's pretty much all we've got time for today, guys. Um, Thank you so much for watching. If you like this video, please hit the like button and subscribe to the channel for more Ashes of Creation content. And look out for us next month, where we'll be talking about all the happenings that go on in March. So stay tuned for that. We're going to sign off. Thank you so much again for watching, and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye.